Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. Linda, had you always wanted to get into drawing and illustration? Yeah, I always really loved drawing when I was younger mm-hmm. and I think it was... Um, well, I grew up watching the old 2D animated movies like The Secret of Name and All Dogs Go to Heaven. It's oh, a great too. movie. Yeah. yeah. And my mom always said like they're made in Dublin, and I was just wow. I thought that was amazing. I didn't realize that actually. Yeah, yeah, they were made in Chapel Lizard by uh, Sullivan Studios there. Wow. Yeah. So I was like blown away by this, and to know that they were all done by hand and drawn by hand, and I that then I thought I want to be an animator. So that's what I wanted to do when I was in school and. I got into the Irish School of Animation in Ballyfermot when I was finished school. I was 17 and I studied there for three years and loved every minute of it. It was fantastic. It's a great college. I actually went there myself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and when you go there, you also, you kind of are surrounded by like-minded people oh, as well. And it's the whole the atmosphere. Yeah, and the bubble of, yeah. yeah. And it's nice because you don't necessarily always get that when you're outside of that situation. Oh, completely. And it's nice like there's a crossover of disciplines there's the rock school and pre- the broadcasting and everything yeah. like that so it's nice to kind of be interlinked not just like visual arts but the art as a whole yeah so what yeah. did you do when you finished up in Ballyfermot? I worked briefly in animation and then I went traveling for a while the recession hit boom mm. and I came home and there wasn't many jobs so I went back to college and actually studied fine art and DIT oh nice yeah, okay so I was there for four years and I finished up in DIT and I got a job as a secondary school art teacher. Oh, cool. Okay. So I I worked there for about three years and I enjoyed it at the time, but I didn't love it. Mm. And in the meantime, I had taken on a H-dip in Carlo um, studying uh, digital, digital design and digital media. And on the course, there was a module in entrepreneurship. Okay. And one of the kind of lectures was encouraging me to maybe start my own business. And I just thought, why not? You know, I I'm, I don't like the job I'm in at the minute. So I took a leap of faith. And so you didn't even that. question it. You're like, that That sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah I kind of <laughs> knew that's what I, I would want to do. But I never studied business or anything like that. Didn't really know how to get it started. And I went and then did a six month business course in the Entrepreneurs Academy in Smithfield. Mm-hmm. So they gave me a great kind of foundation of how to set up business and marketing and, and bits and bobs like that and really good training. And I just took it from there and it's grown ever since. So I've been yeah. in business three and a half years now. And we were only talking before and um, <laughs> and we were realising that it's actually moved away from your usual like paint pots and pencils yeah. and things like that. It's kind of gone very like computerised. Yeah, I guess it depends on what uh, discipline you're in. 
so maybe fine art mightn't be as computerized but mm. it would be very much about concept and conceptual art rather than the basics of maybe color theory mm. and, and bits like that so the training is quite different now but yeah. in animation training they still do uh, hand drawing because it's the, the most crucial part to learning how to animate the movement and studying flow and stuff like that but I think once you get out there, then it, it is a lot of computer based. Yeah. And do you think yeah. it's a shame it's kind of moved away from? Yeah, I, I love the, uh, the the magic, I think, of bringing a drawing to life. Mm. And that's the kind of part that I used to love. So um, that's why I kind of stepped away from the industry and got into illustration. So all my work would be hand drawn. And I, I'm really passionate about that. That's the kind of avenue that I like to go down, really. So tell us about your illustrations. What do you base them on or where is your inspiration that comes from? Um, I guess it's it's from everyday life. So if I was out in location, I seen somebody, I, I see people as characters, I guess. Mm-hmm. So if I see someone, I know how I would draw them. That's just the way I think. So I know how I would draw them and what they'd look like as a cartoon character. And I think that's what I base a lot of my work on is in my mind, they're mm-hmm. already flipped over. To, <laughs> that's to very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of. You, you might see someone's quirky points or their uniqueness that you could bring out as a character like in a story you know so that's kind of how I would view people and a situation is it's always about kind of the story behind it because I always wonder how I suppose people like yourself doing illustrations get the character to look like the person or you know for somebody yeah. who'd be looking at it coming to it blankly and can see the person that you've obviously drawn yeah I guess is it's, uh, magical yeah it's just I think looking uh, art is all about looking rather than actually doing so it's kind of knowing what to look for mm-hmm. when you're looking at somebody certain lines certain angles and how to include them in your drawing and that will bring back a likeness yeah yeah so it doesn't have to be the overall likeness it could be just the angle of a nose or you know the hairline or something like that and that, that can actually bring the main for you yeah something small yeah it's amazing yeah. and tell me about your live drawings that you do yeah so i do a, I, I do a lot of live drawings so it's um where i attend an event and create an artwork mm-hmm. on the spot and generally there i'm drawing the guests at the event and the the illustration is gifted to the guest but I could also do a one-off art piece, which is a larger scale that could mm-hmm. be um, commissioned by the brand or by the company that want to link it in with the campaign. So generally, I'm attending an event for an occasion. So it could be a product launch, and um, it might be Ladies' Day at the races. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Something that that's special that's happening, and I'm there to create the artwork to bring it home as a keepsake from the day. And is there any pressure when? these people are standing in front of you and you're trying to draw them it can be pressurized yeah um i think the first few drawings are always a bit you're always a bit nervous because you kind of want to get get into it and yeah. then once i get drawing and once i'm into it i'm really i'm caught up in the drawing and when i'm drawing i'm a lot more comfortable just doing it and mm-hmm. th- sometimes i'm more comfortable drawing than talking <laughs> at an event and you just kind of get swept away in the moment and i'm actually I don't feel the pressure after the first one. It's kind of gone by then. Yeah, because yeah. you're so caught up in, yeah, in your little world doing it. Yeah, yeah, which is unusual, I think. And you were saying that sometimes you, you get together with companies and that to, to build a character or an illustration. Yeah. Is that nice? Is it nice to kind of move away from maybe your own area, or your own bubble, I suppose, and, yeah. and do something bigger? Yeah, definitely. So you, you could get asked to maybe create 
a packaging design or you know a character for a certain launch mm-hmm. so for the likes I, I designed the packaging for the Walsh whiskey and um, writer's oh, tears okay. um, bottle and box and they had a vision of what they wanted to create mm-hmm. and they they couldn't do it obviously so that's why they brought me in and it was kind of what they wanted to, their their vision of it and then I kind of put my own twist on it as well and it, it's that coming together it's two people I guess trusting each other mm-hmm. they're trusting me with their brand and then I'm trusting them and what they want to do and, and we link together and always create something really good yeah it must be fun to do that because obviously they have their own vision of what they they believe their company is and what yeah. it stands for and then maybe you can bring in something new or different that they hadn't maybe seen or thought exactly. of as well yeah so I guess when you're in your own business you can't really you might be able to see the possibilities around mm. it or you know a certain quirk about it but then when I might come into a business or work on an artwork and see something else that might link in and um and bring that as well as a, a kind of another dimension I guess yeah and yeah. for anyone who might want to get into illustration what would you recommend them to do I guess it sounds really cliche but draw every day mm. I think the backbone of illustration is drawing and I know computers can kind of jazz it up and and um, take away the focus from the actual principles of drawing mm-hmm. but I think drawing every day is a great foundation to have Obviously, if you're in a position to go back to college, I think Bally Firm would do an illustration course oh, that wasn't fab. available before. So oh, right. Very, okay. Yeah, it's quite new. And then obviously animation is a great backbone for any um, one up and coming in who wants to study illustration or moving drawing, I guess. And then there's always um, Viz, Viz.com, it's called. So okay. it's kind of like graphic design and they do um, modules in illustration on them courses as well so there's a lot of options out there that if you want to yeah. follow it and like you don't necessarily have to get a formal training it is a skill and if you can hone that skill by yourself you can but it is great foundation to go back and and learn from somebody who's been there before yeah it's yeah. so true like I always well when I left school my thought was I'm going to go to art college that's what I'm doing yeah. clearly that didn't go to plan but that, that was my plan and I wanted yeah. to do it but obviously I wasn't drawing every day. I wasn't giving it, obviously, the focus it needed to. So that and perhaps the slight lack of, of <laughs> drawing capacity was probably part of it. But it there are so many options now if somebody Easy. wants to go into it. Okay. You don't have... Because I think when I was doing it, you had to have your big portfolio. And yeah. the main was one was NCAD. Yeah. And that, that was always tricky to get into, I think. That's tricky. And they have kind of a certain... Um, criteria on their mm. portfolio a certain brief that you have to follow uh, there's so many options now there's so many different colleges out there and even through social media if you opened an Instagram account or even you know um, uh, Behance account different stuff like that yeah. that you can show your work out there get it out there but it is hard to, to get your work seen by other people and you just have to promote yourself and be able to speak about your work that's a really big thing Yeah, talk about your work and where you get inspiration from and and even where you want to go with your work because yeah. you might have a certain type of work and you want to move into a different field and nobody might know about that so you have to kind of speak about it it's so true and actually the fact that you've mentioned uh, instagram yeah. i love what you do with your instagram <laughs> thanks very much because you you draw occasions most of the time rather than putting up pictures yeah so i i do i attend a lot of events yeah. i do i draw a lot of weddings so yeah. i attend um weddings and draw at the drinks reception and usually I'm there by myself and I'm kind of waiting to set up. So I always do um, like warm up drawings. Yeah. And generally I draw myself and I do a little cutout. I, t- I call her a paper doll 
and I take an Instagram picture of where I am and link my paper doll because generally I, I kind of about taking selfies I'm a bit self-conscious of taking a selfie so I think that my little character can work better it's more me I guess than actual me it's brilliant <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely a great much. idea if yeah. I could do that I would be doing that also <laughs> but <laughs> was it something that you were like oh this one I'm going to do or was it something that you did one day and then people were like this is great you know yeah, I, I actually was I drew an um, a sketch one day and it, it looked really nice but it was on a rough piece of paper and mm-hmm. I thought oh I can't include all the bits and pieces around it so I just <laughs> cut her out and then uh, I was down in Killaloo and the scenery in the lake and all was fab and I just kind of propped her up against the lake and I thought well this works really well yeah. so it's just kind of experiment. It kind of just came together yeah, as it exactly. was and you were talking about figuring out or looking at where you want your brand to go is yeah. there anything that you would like to do with it? In the I, long run, maybe yeah. ten year, five, ten years, we'll say. I see. really love doing live events. I'd mm. love to do more, maybe more international events or work with yeah. bigger brands. Um, but I'd also love to get into picture books and telling stories and, and drawing stories, I guess. And go back to the basics, yeah, really, yeah, with it. Yeah, because yeah. uh, it is, it's fab to, to go to attend event and draw people live. Um, but it's a, a very quick artwork. It's, you know, ten minutes where I'd love to spend longer on one piece. That's kind of, I guess... Put more um, love into yeah, it. And yeah, more, you get to put your full discipline into it and all your skills into it. Um, so I'd, I'd love to do that in the future, yeah. Amazing. So if people want to get in touch with you for maybe an illustration or just see your uh, your illustrations, how do they do that? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at burn underscore Linda. Not ideal, but... <laughs> it is <laughs> how it's going. Me, yeah, you can find me on... Um, my website is lindaburnillustration.com. And you could always email me. It's linda at lindaburnillustration.com. Amazing. Thanks yeah. so much for coming in oh, and no chatting to us. Thanks for having me. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.